The Better on Draft podcast is recorded live in Royal Oak, Michigan. Now, pop that 40 and kick back with your hosts, Dan, Nick, Ken, Rob, Matt, and Angela. And we are live, episode 114 of the Better on Draft podcast. My name is Ken, and this Your phone's this, ringing. That's as my phone, phone goes off. <laughs> Look who it is. It's the three of us. Hey, the original is episode three. one? It's, it's episode one, part two. Oh, this we were Dave's Just here. Just two and yeah, a half Yeah, I'm about to say minus later. Dave. And uh, the, the, our old soundboard engineer. Yeah. I can go get her. No, that's okay. No. <laughs> that's okay. She's across the hall. <laughs> What's going on, guys? How you been? Good. Happy holidays. Happy, happy, happy is it post-Christmas. Yet? Is it Kwanzaa yet? Uh, I think the seven days of Kwanzaa's passed. Oh. Is it? Uh, I believe I'm so. glad you know this. It's either, it's either the seven days leading into Christmas or it's the seven days after, but I have a feeling it's the seven days leading in. So. I'm going to find out. Well, no, it's still going on. Still going on. Okay, January first is when it ends. Okay, so it's the seven days after. So I, I don't remember if it went like the seven days prior or the seven days after. Yeah. Yep. What are you drinking over there, Dick? Oh, me? You looked yeah. at me. I know. You, you threw us both me. off. <laughs> you were both like, what? What's going on? Uh, starting with the, something, I, from, something I got from Christmas, uh, the gift exchange. Uh, Great Lakes Brewing Christmas Ale. All right. That's not a bad beer. Yeah, not bad. It's something different. It's no Holy Moses. It's no, no Holy Moses. It's not this Imperial Mayan I got sitting here. Or, well, I mean, I could probably Or the Dragon's Milk with say, chilies I have. For, oh, Ken wants both of those. Yeah. The Mayan and the... <laughs> Dragon smell. I'm okay with my Rochester Red that I got over here. You don't want to swell. A little I bit? do have a can of Moscow Miel in my car that I might go grab during a break and from Sellerman's. Uh huh. Sellerman started can. Sellerman, no Sellerman started canning. It's I don't have a tin oh. can though either. <laughs> or canning or, crawl, or tin crawler cup. can. They're canning now. They did a 12 ounce can set, four pack for 18.99. No kidding. Only twenty dollars or four 12 ounce. Never mind. I'm not meads. Gonna no, whatever. Twelve ounce meads, meads. that are yeah. It's, it's a little, a little, little markup. Well, not a markup. That's well, just that's just the that. cost of making, I guess. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what you're going to be paying at yeah. the the brewery anyways for draft. So, <clears throat> Dan, what are you drinking? I am drinking a delicious arrogant bastard. Actually, you inter- oh, introduced this to me like ten years ago on a new almost. To it, the day. it was a New Year's. It was a New Year's Eve. Yeah. I think I had that for the very first time a couple weeks ago because it was the bar- the barrel aged one, the barrel aged bastard. Yeah, yeah, it was like the last bottle at uh, Aspen over there in uh, Macomb Township. Okay, pretty good beer selection. I uh, took one sip of it. I'm like, oh god, I don't want to finish this. Yeah, that it was that, bru- that was the, brutal. The barrel aged arrogant bastards are really heavy. That's a malt oh, bomb, yeah. too. Yeah, I think is. that was what you actually had the first time I had it, too. No, we had the regular, because that's what Brock, uh, our friend Brock, had brought to the New Year's Eve party. And you're like, no one's drinking this here. Like, try this. I'm like, hey, this yeah. is good. Well, he, yeah, he, you you and Brian both liked it. Mm-hmm. Well, I know Dan's drinking it. Mean he's got the, yes, oh, yes, Kenko. <laughs> I know Dan's going to drink it because he's got the big bottle of it. Yeah. So. Drink it all. Oh, yeah. I, I know. And you also got a uh, bomber of Backwoods. Yeah, I almost grabbed one of those last week, and I was like, no, I want to, or two weeks ago, I wanted to be able to walk out of here. <laughs> yeah, I, so I, <clears throat> excuse me, I grabbed it at a place 
that was like all their beers are marked up, but it's not like ridiculously marked up. Like a, what, a dollar or two dollars more? Yeah, usually a couple. So the the one that I went to had a one twenty like bottles right behind the counter. Like so, like they had it like shown like, hey, we're selling them, but we're not putting them out in the the regular part of the store. And I asked him what he was charging for it, and uh, he said, I think he said eleven ninety nine or ten ninety nine. And it's I'm about like, a dollar more. I'm like. I don't know. And he goes, well, how much would you pay for it? I'm like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> what kind of store okay. were you at? <laughs> you were okay. Yeah, exactly. They're <laughs> bartering. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, I, I have a four pack right now. So it's more like, you know, it's 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 a um, not a necessity, not a need. It's just, a, oh, you have it. Maybe I'll buy it type thing. Yeah. So I said, you know, I'll, I'll pay it for like nine, nine dollars. And he goes, I'll, I'll, t- I'll knock a dollar off. And I'm like. I'm okay because I got I obviously I was buying your beers I was buying my Rochester Red and I also didn't want to get completely blitzed. I know where you were at now while I was you're here talking about this between the bomber that you brought me and yes yeah yes I did look for anything that um, might have been uh, back to what you were drinking like E40 or King Cobra they don't have any they of don't that have there. any King Cobra they do have E40 usually but uh, they don't I have, didn't, they haven't I didn't had King see, Cobra in I, I saw Steel Reserve in a plastic bottle yeah I've seen that there too I'm really disappointed in their 40 selection. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll make sure to go somewhere else. I wonder if anyone's time. ever said that before. Like, I'm really disappointed in your, in your selection. selection of 40s that you have here. Well, there's, and I wish we had Rob here because Rob always talks about Steve's over in Hamtramck, and they talk about like the wall of 40s and how oh, many yeah. 40s that they have. <laughs> it's over amazing. There. I, used to, I miss going to that place. They used to be there all the time. They had just rows and rows, like complete doors full of 40s. My, I liked the uh, Tomboy Market before it turned into a. Uh, luxury uh, leather store over in Midtown. Midtown, yeah, yeah right by the uh, the fraternity house I went, that I rushed. yeah. Veron's what's that? Is that's, that uh, second in West Alexandria? Second in, in West Alexandria. Yep. Um, first I've ever gone in there. The first thing I saw, row of forties, and you had the, hell yeah. You had the Colt forty five. You had blue ribbon. You had oh, I think there was Wild Irish Rose in that. Thing. Wild Irish Rose. Yeah, oh, dude, this was... Did you get your camo and your St. Ives? <laughs> they did have St. Ives. night flight? <laughs> what the hell is night flight? It's another malt liquor. Come really? on, get with it. Yeah, well, apparently, well, apparently I'm not cool enough to know what night flight is. <laughs> Obviously, we need to change something and start doing a radio show on Monday called Malt Liquor Mondays. Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> oh, gosh. 40-ounce Friday. We, we can do 40-ounce Fridays. We're going to have to do a Skype show <laughs> since Dan's going to be back in Arizona. So, well, yeah. Well, Dan, you're in Arizona right now. Is there anything Thing that's piqued your interest while you've been out there other than seeing barrel-aged beers all over the place that nobody buys? Oh, you mean like the uh, Bourbon County? Yeah. I can go buy multiple <laughs> cases of and or, not or you care. Just, just show us photos of Bourbon County sitting on the shelf doing nothing? They, you know, it's kind of like out here. You this got bizarre. You got barrel-aged stuff everywhere. You've got coffee, Russian Imperial. That's a big thing out there right now. That's also the thing in the summer, and I don't know why. Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I drink it. I don't care. 120 degrees. I don't give a crap. But at you, all. but you even understand. Like you don't know. It doesn't make sense to you. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know why anyone would buy that out there. But I do. Like I don't care. And look who just walked. They, in. in fact, they have. You mentioned 120. That's been on the shelf since last time it came out. Like no one really picks I, it. Up. I tell you what, getting a a, a year aged 120 ain't a bad. Yeah, I'd say it's about six months since he got that there last time. Um. Hey Rob, sorry. <laughs> I didn't want to like start babbling about forties. Oh no, you're fine. Hey. 
Wait, wait, why are you talking about 40s? Why not? <laughs> wait, because, wait, you would think, I'm the 40 drink. I talk I know, about it all you the time. Are, you are. You are completely the 40. I don't, I don't touch those damn things at all, except for, you know, when we had, you know, the episode 40 when we drank. E40? E40. I was drinking E40 on <laughs> episode 40. That, that was that a long time ago. Miller think High Life. Or, yeah, whatever it was. Oh, the had. Max Ice or oh, whatever. Oh, that was, God, that was terrible, terrible, man. It was oh. terrible. How you doing there, Rob? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. Yeah, I was just uh, hanging out with uh, the Bruise Brothers, one of the one of the other Facebook groups. They had a, a meetup over at Ale Mary's and basically doing a pretty much a share and a I guess you can call it a beer elephant. Okay, that you know we were just kind of shooting. A, <laughs> hey, wow, what are we playing? I get to see Twitch now blocking the five minutes. Oh no, five minutes after because of that noise. <laughs> But yeah, the the, the beer elephant kind of went a little crazy. It was kind of, I mean, some of the beers that those guys brought it was it was amazing. There was a 2015 no rules. Um, one guy got a four pack that was a massacre, a 2016 Sunday morning stout, a 2014 uh, Bourbon County, and uh, what the heck else was in there? I don't know. That I was wasn't a, there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a oh a uh, uh, I think it was a 2016 barrel aged plead to fifth, My and gosh. just like these these guys are just like serious, but you know, had really cool, awesome, laid back guys. So so props to uh, Harry. Uh, Grady and Wayne for for throwing that going on down. Grady, Sanford and Sons was sponsoring this. <laughs> I, I haven't talked to, to Rollo wasn't Rollo wasn't there. So, so I, haven't, I haven't talked to Wayne in a hot minute. Um, but that entire group, the Bruise Brothers, definitely one of my favorite groups on Facebook, just because of how relaxed they are. Like so relaxed. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a lot different than the craft beer enthusiast groups that are out mm-hmm. there. Um, and I use them as a generality because 95% of craft beer groups are called something-something craft beer enthusiasts. Right, right. No, these, <laughs> these guys are awesome. I mean, whether it's beer or, you know, in, in, in the case of them, they basically have like a bourbon that has yeah, they, they do Yeah, they it. do bourbon. They do yeah. scotch. They do whiskey. Yeah. Um, they do a lot of different drinks. But it's definitely like that's how I feel in regards to our show, like fans of the drinks but not – better than you mm-hmm. like as much as we joke and we talk about it i think one of the big things that we've tried to promote in the last two and a half years is that whatever you drink like it like north center brewing if you like it it's a good beer right if that's what you want that's what you get like i'm going to a new year's party and whenever someone hosts like a new year's party like that i always buy them a fifth of their favorite liquor just because it's a thank you for hosting the event right i've went through so many years of hosting new year's parties with 60 70 80 people I know the stress that goes through, and as much as it's a low key party, that's that's not my thing. Right. Um, in regards, so I just I, I bought them a bottle of liquor, and the guy looks at me like, "Why are you buying this?" I'm like, "Well, what if I liked it? Why would it matter why why I'm buying it?" Right. But in the same token, I'm like, "Well, this is what they want, so this is what they're going to get. I'm not going to buy them what I like because they're not going to drink it. They're right. going to they, they want what they want. Right. So that they helps. got three olives cherry because that's what they want. <laughs> oh boy." But again, that's 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 the thing is is when Dan uh, Dan showed up and he's like, you know, hey, can you pick me up some beer? I didn't pick you up beer that I like. I picked you up beer that you like. That's true. So, you know, it's it's just common courtesy. Just because you like oh, yeah. beer, or you like beer that you think is better, doesn't mean you need to force that on someone. Exactly. And you could tell just by looking at our entire table, and we have uh, what's that? Three, six, about ten beers on the table, and all ten are different. Oh yeah. 
which which definitely one I brought from when I went to Kentucky for Christmas. Um, this this thing is is absolutely amazing to me. It's a, a collaboration between Listerman Brewing and uh, the Party Source, the, the alleged uh, largest beverage store in the United States. And I only say alleged alleged because I don't know. But they, <laughs> they have the sign out there up front. But do they know, say alleged on their sign too? <laughs> they do not. But okay. but at least just with them having it up there, it's like okay. It sounds like you guys are, but I don't have any facts to go outside of that. So I'm just going to say alleged, not in a bad way, just to say you know I honestly don't know. But I mean, for for those who have never been there, it's it's just. Um, just at the border of Ohio and Kentucky. It's on the Kentucky side in Newport. And uh, it essentially is, uh, for, for those of us here in Michigan, if you put together a party city and a Toys R Us, but the Toys R Us was all liquor, it was just alcohol and beer. Adult and you, Toys R Us? Right, an adult Toys R Us. I know, that probably has different meaning. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but if you put both of those together... That essentially is what you would get if you were to go to Party City. It is or Party Source. It is a it is a amazing store that has a bunch of stuff. But they had this this collaboration, uh, which they called Pastry Life, and it's a barley wine style ale ale that is aged in bourbon barrels with cocoa nibs, raspberries, and vanilla. And I guess for for me, this is probably one of the one of the best damn beers I've had this year. It's, it's really 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 good. So. I'll definitely have to look into it. I'm probably going to be somewhere sometime soon. Like I just got um, called to do a, a thing in Asheville, so obviously I'm going to be hitting up a few places down in Asheville, North Carolina. Yeah. But when we were in Charlotte, uh, maybe almost a decade ago, has it been that long? Yeah. Yeah. Two thousand. Two thousand. Two thousand seven. Since the incident at the airport. Yeah. <laughs> So 2007, we were in Charlotte, and I remember going to a beer store, and this place was giant. Like, I got lost in there. It, it, you know what? It felt, it felt like a Sam's Club type of place. Was That's this how a place big this is. Bone Crusher was pushing around a shopping cart? Yes. Yeah, I yes. thought so. So, you know, I'm looking at the, the party stores, and they say they got over 20,000 SKUs, um, which is pretty good and probably comparable, but I'd, I'd have to, I guess I'd have to see it for myself to see. Mm-hmm. Have you been to any of the Bennies in Chicago? Because a lot of those places are pretty big. Not yet, not yet. I've been probably, hopefully, the next time that uh, that we head out to Chicago. I mean, my my wife and I, she she is definitely a fan of Chicago, but uh, we have not had a chance to head out there yet. So, hopefully, we get a chance to actually head there and and get to Benny's because I've I've heard a lot about this store. There's a lot of them. Obviously, it's spread out through the entire Chicago and Metro Chicago area. Mm-hmm. I went to the one over by Wrigleyville, and it was like a second story. Yeah, like go up an escalator just to get to this place. <laughs> And they, they didn't have anything that I wanted, which was kind of sick because I was going very specific. Yeah. Like I was going for Maine Beer Co. and Allagash. Oh, OK. So I was going for two very specific things. Couldn't find what I wanted. I just left because a lot of the things I could get at other places if I wanted it. But mm-hmm. I I was at work like I was working that whole weekend. So I wasn't doing any like shopping. I was doing like shopping for the future, not shopping for the now. Right. So Dan, you're in Phoenix. Like, what? What about like breweries? Have you been to anything new? Anything exciting? Like, I live walking distance to Four Peaks, so I've been there quite a bit. Um, <clears throat> I've been to Uncle Barkley's. Uh, you tried their Mandarin Orange, which tasted like what did Rob? Rob or Matt made a comment that it tasted like um, Fun Dip, like the stick from a Fun Dip, which okay. is really good. But they also make a great peanut butter porter. I've been there. 
been to one or two other local ones that don't really do anything, you know, as far as distributing or anything like that. But same thing out there. You got your IPAs, your a lot of Scotch ale out there. Really, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, the biggest seller out of Four Peaks, it's their Scotch ale, which is kind of surprising. But a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, I obviously I'm not I'm not a big Scotch ale fan type person. Uh, I'm like under the kilt. We heavy is probably one of my more go-tos and i'm trying to think i didn't have anything when i was at i I actually just went to motor city brewing works for the first time and i couldn't tell you how long it's been it feels like years since i've been there oh yeah um but i walked in got basically the one thing that i wanted which is the the nut bandit slash um (laughs) the nut bandit uh ghetto blaster (laughs) so uh you combine them together you got the nut blaster (laughs) no oh (laughs) you never had the nut blaster over at can't uh, say i have it's it's when you mix the their nut brown and their ghetto blaster and it's called a nut blaster. Didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> well, come on, Dan, pay attention here. You know, you think the person that would come up with the uh, what was it, the Kentucky, the Kentucky Beast? You think I would know this kind of thing? But <laughs> I was telling someone that today. So did it was, they cry? No, they didn't. They were laughing their ass off with me. What? So what's funny is is that it's a brand new pizza place that's opening. And we were talking, and he was talking about you know delivering booze, and I'm like, oh, you figured that out, hmm. because obviously, as I've told people on here, if you have a SDM license, beer and uh, wine, or you can get a um, SDD, the liquor license, right, and you can deliver as long as you sell hot food. And he didn't believe it until somebody told him this, and then he did the research, and he's like, are you joking? How come nobody does this? <laughs> and I still don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> I still don't like imagine the amount of places that you would order from knowing full well you could get beer attached to that. Well, think we've right. talked about before Embrew. I'd be like, yeah, can I get a small order of fries and five growlers? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but this is also going to be like to go type beer. So you're talking six packs, 12 packs, 24 packs. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not just saying just draft beer because that's pretty much all what Embrew sells is draft beer minus their small True. bottle selection. But even then, I would still buy growlers of beer knowing full well. Yeah. All I need to do is buy a small pizza. <laughs> right. But at that point, you know, imagine how many people, like, if you're ordering food at a party and you're ordering booze for that food, and they're like, oh, you're ordering, oh, I'll have a pizza here, or I'll have food here, or I'll have food here. That food, you know, that order comes giant just yeah. because so many people are there, and now nobody's driving. Right. Hopefully they're Ubering home. <laughs> Don't drink and drive, folks. Please. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I looked at you when I said that. Like, don't say it, Daniel. Please drink responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Two and a half years later, it's every time. <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, so, anybody get anything good for Christmas in regards to beer wise? Anyone get a beer gift or? I, well, I got this Christmas yeah, ale. The Christmas the ale. Christmas ale. Not that, bad. That seems completely appropriate. Yeah. Here's your Easter ale. <laughs> Although um, my soon-to-be mother-in-law, uh, a couple days before uh, Christmas, they went up to Blake's and they gave me like a six-pack of, you know, basically one of everything in can, basically. So okay. The. Uh, uh, the Grizzly Pear, the Wakefield, the uh, uh, Beardbender, Archimedes. Um, yeah, they don't really have anything that's bad, Blake. I, I, I was going to say, I haven't had too much. I don't have their – they have a spicy one, don't they? Uh, El Chavo. No, that's is that El, El Chapo? Chapo? What? <laughs> not, not El Chapo, you <laughs> Chavo. Chavo, like, like Guerrero. <laughs> Sorry for the wrestling reference. You're okay. Uh, El El Chavo. Um, <laughs> they had the Black Phillip. 
Oh gosh, now there's a there's a, there are several of them. They also have. Um, I went there um, what around November, uh, October, and they had uh, some uh, bombers of stuff that they don't normally sell in the liquor stores and all that. That I do they have stuff there that's not well like available locally? Yes, they do. They do. They have. Uh, uh, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. They have a cucumber and ginger cider. Which it's sitting at home. I want to. I want to bring it in and share with you guys. Uh, they had a couple other ones too that they don't sell regularly. At least not that I'm aware of. Um, in I was gonna say cucumber and ginger really piques my interest. Yeah. Um, and then I then just up until recently they didn't sell. It was like an ice cider. They called it an ice cider or something like that. So in this really really skinny thin bottle, kind of looked like almost like a champagne bottle almost. Um, I saw that was uh, exclusive to the store recently up until maybe about a month ago, maybe less than a month ago. Started seeing that pop up in places. But they do have some, you know, Blake's exclusive stuff there. You actually have to go all the way out to Armada to go Mm. get it. What about you guys? Do you guys get anything or treat yourselves to something for Christmas for beer wise? Not a whole lot. Um, I, I did get a <laughs> nice. I finally found it. Um, I, I got a, a six pack from uh, from my sister in law. I can't. I, I'm trying to remember what the heck it even is, and for some reason, I, I I'm drawing a complete. Was blank. it a, was it a mix of stuff or no no it was a it solid was, six pack? It was just a solid six pack. Yeah, I right. needed to to really crack into that to figure out or to look at it really to figure out what it was. So I did look at it when I got there when uh, when I was out in Kentucky. I just I cannot remember what the heck it was <laughs> at this point. Uh, but no, that that was pretty much it, and and pretty much you know all the beer that I already have in the basement yeah. as it is 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 more than enough. And I'm I'm trying to break through that right now as it is. It's funny because I'm actually trying to do the same thing right now because mm-hmm. right before right after the uh, well right after Christmas. Um, I said, you know what? I gotta, I gotta stop for a bit. It's yeah. just got, it got, it was getting a little out of hand. The closets, you know, can't fit any more beer, and because mm-hmm. that's where I keep it is in my closet. I think my my problem was that um, my my sister in law, she lives in Independence, Kentucky. If anybody ever wants to look that up, uh, but it, it's <laughs> basic. It, it's basically it's about we'll say you know ten miles south of the Ohio Kentucky border. And the party source is right there. I mean, it, it basically with going through the roads and getting on the freeway, it's it's roughly a fifteen minute drive from from her house to get to the store. So when I get to the Florence y'all water tower, do I turn <laughs> left or right to get there? If you get to the Florence y'all tower, then you've gone too far. Oh, okay. It, it, that's way, that lets me to turn around. Yeah, that means you need to turn around. Uh, but yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's. That just for, for being that close to her to to her house, or really just going to my mother in law's, despite the fact that she's all the way near Paducah, which is you know you get it takes four hours to get to Kentucky, and then it's another six still being in Kentucky to get to her house. Oh damn! Yeah, because you're going mountains? to no no. There's no. It's, they're really not in the mountains, but it's oh. just getting getting to that um, that southwestern tip of Kentucky where basically it borders like. Illinois, okay, and just getting all the way there, but just coming back. Whenever we're coming back, either from from my mother in laws or from my sister in laws, either way, we're 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 always still hitting the party source, just because you know it's just my thing. Is I want to see what what kind of beer that they have, mm. and you know that was uh, you know Thanksgiving when I stopped in there, and all of a sudden they had uh, 
you know, Ken's beer, the, the nine ladies dancing that was on sale <laughs> for four dollars for a growl for for a bomber. Wow. And, you know, <laughs> I remember I, I, I saw it and then I took a picture of it or I sent him a text and said, hey, they got they got, you know, they got the beer. And it's like, yeah, let me just get two of those. I said, no, you don't understand. It's four dollars. <laughs> yeah, this, this beer is a one hit and quit. Like you drink one uh, nine ladies dancing and you're done for the night. Really? Oh, yeah. What's it's, the ABV on that? Um, it's it's pretty high, but it's just a heavy beer uh, as I'm kind of looking it up. You're probably going to be it. I would say it's it's pretty sh- Yeah, it's it's, pretty it's, it's at 11:30. So, I mean, it's it's a 11% right. beer and a 750. <laughs> yeah. So, for, for them, get you drunk. I mean, a little bit. They have some crazy sales in there for them to have that at $4. He said, "Yeah, let me get four of those." I said, "All right. <laughs> I got to get four of those." Let me get that case. But I mean, they there. had um, <laughs> uh, last time I was I was there last uh last Saturday that they had uh rumpkin and pumpkin, which you know, from Avery, you see around here for $12, for $13 for a bottle. And they were basically just trying to get rid of it. And they had it for six. And I'm curious. Maybe they have too many SKUs there and they can't push as much. clear it out. Yeah. Yeah. They can't push as much as they want to. Maybe mm-hmm. they, they have an issue where they have more supply than they have demand for beer. Right. I, mean, I, I think it was just because you have a bunch of. Things you could sell doesn't mean it makes a good store. And maybe it's just that they they try and push a little bit more when Bourbon County comes out because they just decide, you know, all right, which product is going to be our loss leader and we're going to try and push these other beers or try and sell them all. And then these people just come in for the Bourbon County and just leave and all of a sudden, oh, well, there's all this beer that's just sitting here. What are we going to do with it? I I don't like that's the one thing that I'm waiting for to like to change. So when we get beer, we basically are buying it from the brewery with not too crazy of a markup in regards to time, ingredients, etc. Like mm-hmm. they're making a profit, but for most of these breweries, they're not making a bunch of money on a, you know, a keg of beer in comparison to what the secondary market or the third market, you know, the, the you, Dan, you're laughing, but the black uh, no, market of beer is That's ridiculous. I'm laughing. The black market of the beer. black market of beer. That's the dark. Think beer. about that for the a dark second. Beer market. Well, you're you're looking at uh, like a lot of these beer trader groups and stuff, and people selling beers, and you know CBS going for ridiculous prices. And I don't I don't see it that much mm-hmm. now, but older CBS bottles last year, they're going for easy three figures. Really? Yeah. For I bottles mean, for, of beer. For, Especially for CBS, I mean, I, I would think the the market went down because of you know the new release that came out. But before that came out, I was seeing that seeing on the, on the secondary market for t- anywhere between two fifty to three fifty. I mean, that's that's going beyond getting a, a brand new bottle of Sam Adams Utopia. This just makes you look stupid <laughs> if you're doing this. I hate to say it, if you're spending that money. <laughs> It's beer. Yo, give me that lasagna. Like, where's the lasagna black market at? Talking about beer for her. I mean, what? it's no. It's what? a commodity, just like beer. What is a lasagna you, black market? What, what does that even mean? You can't. You can't. Can that? I got this good Sicilian lasagna. <laughs> Made from a grandma in New York. It's like it around me one fifty. I got this Canadian lasagna. It's five layers, <laughs> two slices. Oh gosh! Frozen right after it was made, so you know it's the good <laughs> stuff. 
eighty-five dollars a slice. Same type of thing. I mean, it's, it's got to it's got to it's got to come from an Italian grandma who who typically goes by Nona. No, I mean that, that's that's a complete. I mean, be, being on the on on the Italian side with with Italian in laws. I mean that the grandmas like Nona's, Nona's, Nona's. Nona's. And like if it doesn't come from Nona, then it it ain't good. So like I'm looking at. Um, raspberry ice bark from yes, Kunin. Kunin. Uh three seventy five bottle. I think they sell them at like nine or ten dollars a piece. Okay, uh, I'm seeing transactions and sales at sixty dollars a bottle. Wait, where, where is this at? Where are you finding this what? at? Beerblackbook.com. Oh come on, this is a website. Beer? So this is a website. It's called be. Beerblackbook.com. Beerblackbook. What? So looking all at all this to find out it's cut with cherry juice. <laughs> Spent so, that kind of money for that. So obviously, Treehouse is one of the big like resellers in regards to beers, and a can of Julius goes for fourteen dollars on this website. Ooh. And I couldn't even tell you what a regular can goes for, but I know it ain't fourteen dollars. I mean, I was seeing that cheaper on eBay than there's, going on there. There's a BCBS going for this year's for seventy five dollars. Just a regular bottle. Just a regular. I'm bottle. gonna go buy three cases of it and undercut that guy and sell them all. Like I'm seriously about to go do that. <laughs> like screw like, you. I, this is this is really a thing. I That's did. You guys thing. think I was lying when I, I told know, you? I, I wasn't. I was thinking I was there, but I mean, damn. So you're ready for CBS 2014 750 bombers? I'm gonna say 120 dollars. 750. No way. What? No. Why? The last sale that was registered on here from the source My Beer Collectibles was February 4th, 2017 for $400. What? Mm. See, and, and, and that, this is kind of one of the reasons why I stopped chasing. This is beer we're talking about. It, it, yeah. I mean, yeah, I get it. It's supposed to be drank when you get it. But, you know, obviously you can have some fun and let it sit in the cellar for a little bit and all that. But come on. Yeah, spending four hundred dollars on a bottle insane. of beer. Now, I mean, I'll spend four hundred dollars over the course of time, and let it sit there in my closet for all this time. But I'm not going to. We're not talking about one bottle. We're, yeah, we're talking like a, a plethora. <laughs> That's plethora. A plethora. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, these are the last transactions. Excuse me, and some of the biggest ones. So uh, from Toppling Goliath, Vanilla Bean Assassin. Two hundred dollars. <laughs> you know, let's play the higher game. Let's, oh, I let's, found it. No, I, no. I, I'm not saying. So, it. so we'll go between yeah. Rob and what, Dan. What is this card shark so, now? <laughs> <laughs> higher or lower? Higher. I yeah. love I card sharks. <laughs> so, uh. so, so we'll have Rob say a price and Dan can say higher or lower. We'll, we'll do a little fun game. All right, this. Uh, assassin as it is. I, I hear that this shit goes. This is for... two hundred thirteen, and it's a seven, a three hundred seventy-five milliliter bottle. You said two thousand thirteen. Two thousand thirteen. Correction. Uh, yes. I mean, a regular bottle of assassin is enough as it is. Uh, so I'm going to say. I'm going to say nine hundred and twenty-five dollars. All right, Dan, is it higher or lower? Oh my God, really? Nine twenty-five. I don't know. Rob scares me with that price. <laughs> I'm going to say lower. Incorrect. Okay, <laughs> incorrect. These people need to go like end their lives. So wait, wait, wait. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna continue. We're gonna keep, continue. Keep Since going. you got it wrong, Rob, Ooh. you're gonna guess another price. Yes, it guess. So right. we obviously know it's higher than nine and a quarter. Nine and a quarter. So oh my God, God. I mean, and, I mean seriously, assassin is expensive. So. 
Why? Um, all right, I, I have no idea. Uh, all right, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a bit higher than that. All I'm right, actually go. gonna go to 1750. Dan, l- l- higher or lower? <laughs> higher. Higher. It is correct. Oh my it is God. higher than You know what? Go that. buy your damn $4,000 <laughs> beer. Wait, so so now, now you're going to guess a price. You're oh going to guess God. a price. We're uh, gonna see. Let's go to 2500 Higher or lower than 2500 Do We got 2500 Higher or lower? Oh, my God. Oh no bottle of beer should cost as Damn it. Just because no bottle of beer should cost as much, I'm going to go lower. Incorrect. Dan, it is higher than 2500 Let's get another guess. 3500 3500 Rob, higher or lower? Jeez, higher? I don't even know what we're higher. talking it is about. Correct. <laughs> is, are we talking we're about still bourbon? talking about is this a whiskey? vanilla no, this bean. Is a, this is a bottle of beer. How big is oh this bottle? God. It's 375 milliliters. Milliliter. So it's not even a bomber. No. No. So you, you got thirty over 3500 So let's get one more price from you. Uh, you know what? I'm just, I'm just going to shoot for the damn stars here. I'm going to go five grand. You got it right on the nose. <laughs> Five thousand dollars. Five thousand dollars. So some idiot bought this. I'd, I would go drink a vanilla Java Porter and have five thousand dollars in my hand. Exactly. Like, hey, exactly. Who's, who's the idiot? I mean, Sorry. How is this? How is that beard worth that much? I don't know. I, I don't understand. Because I mean, Assassin. I've always heard prices about Assassin where just a bottle of regular Assassin goes for something like four hundred. So that that's pretty much where I started with nine nine and a quarter. Said, all right, vanilla bean. But is this a Trump ba- brand beer? I mean, <laughs> why is this beer so much? I don't know. It's it's just it's just highly touted. It's just people really really seek this out. So the on this top one hundred list that Ken's talking about, Damn. The, the bottom of that top one hundred, the number one hundred is the Sam Am- Sam Adams Utopia from two thousand three, and the lowest on that top one hundred list is four hundred and fifty bucks. Damn for a bottle of Utopia from. And this goes completely beyond, like, you you, you watch movies about people who break out with these 100-year bottles of of wine where there where there's only two left in the world. Yeah. And and yet you start you, you see this stuff about just beer and and beer, I guess in in my mind doesn't have that long of that 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 longevity that wine does. No, it takes longer. What's it take like 4 years or am I thinking about bourbon? Wine takes a long time to make. Beer you can kick out. But as a brewer, as so if I'm toppling Goliath and I'm looking at this and I'm like seriously now mind you, this is obviously the the worst of the worst in regards to the industry. Like you're you're going through and you're seeing a lot lesser prices, uh, even in the top uh one hundred. But as toppling Goliath you know, this is the one, the company that makes KBBS, the Kentucky brand, uh, the Kentucky Brunch brand stout, right. uh, which is another well sought out beer. You're people are buying this beer for that much, but you're not selling it for that much. Like, how can you? How can you, as a business owner, just be like this? This sucks because you know you can't raise your price. You know you can't even go right. close to that. I mean, your price you is do, high enough as it is. Yeah, you're 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 not going to be able to reach a certain point, but. At one point, like I, I would just hate it. I would hate. I, I would feel like there is just too much negativity in making this beer to even want to make it anymore. Like there's a two, there's 2016 no rules going for forty bucks. Damn, I got 2016 no I'm rules. I'm saying I got 2016. <laughs> I think I might have a bottle. Of I got somewhere. two bottles. I got an idea of how to fund this show now <laughs> <laughs> on this website. Yeah, that's a good idea. I wonder how much my. Uh... Uh, old nation's uh, salesman copy of their beer would. You still have the oh, bottle. the M42? I think I still have it, yeah. Oh, my God. 
Wow. <laughs> Talk about aging. Right. Wait, did, yeah. you, did you not open it? No, man. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. you basically just turned that to a New England style barley wine. And uh, I was, was going to say, I have no hey, idea there what's we go. in there. You should put that <laughs> on there. Go, baby. Nick, we should put that on there and see if it yeah. sells. Yeah, let's, let's take a photo <laughs> yeah. and just, just see. Let's just do it. Well, I mean, there, a lot of places don't allow you to do auctions on Facebook because, one, it's illegal to resell beer in the first place. Well, except on my beer collectibles. <laughs> yeah, I there, there's a lot. Like I saw, I think on eBay, you're you're supposed to buy like, oh, you can buy this bouncy ball for five hundred dollars, and it comes with this okay. lot of Bourbon County. It's how <laughs> they used to do tickets, like Tigers tickets. Oh, oh yeah. you're buying this baseball card of Alan Trammell, and with it, you get four tickets. I say the the one thing that I saw that was that was you know pretty much throughout eBay was when they would say that they're selling you empty bottles of said beer, and empty would be in quotes. And say it's it's empty, but it tastes great. It's like, but <laughs> well, you, the, the whole thing isn't empty. It's just the top part is empty, right? <laughs> just a few uh, it's a few ounces or you know, it's that that little little bit of space that's in there between you know the the the, the neck and the cap. That that's that's the empty pay, empty space that you're paying for. You ever heard of Don Quixote before? I it's mean, a, it's, it's it's some lambic from Belgium. How about I say is it brewed with windmills? Oh, <laughs> is three, it brewed with three thousand dollars? <laughs> three. Thousand. I don't know. How much did that Cantillon go for that I that I won in a raffle? <laughs> I uh, what, I, I don't know which one. Obviously, this is from uh, Cantillon Don Quixote. Uh, they have a few Cantillons on here that are getting resold for. Excuse me, four figures for each one. Oh, goodness, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I could just I never. Understand. One, I don't understand like how as a person you can sell that with a conscious. Like uh, apparently you can, because I mean, if somebody's paying, you know, five grand for a vanilla bean assassin, uh, uh, apparently, I mean, this this is this is their Bitcoin. This, <laughs> there's there's no value that's going to grow on that though. You're going to drink the value. You're literally drinking five thousand. Do you know what I could do in five thousand dollars? <laughs> I mean, but, but that's to the person who has the five thousand dollars. I could I'm, fly out to Electric Daisy Carnival. I could buy all the drugs that I want. <laughs> I could buy all the booze that I want. This on their is the first thing that came to your mind. It's EDC. You pick EDC. <laughs> this is the first thing you, you thought of EDC doing. Do, do you know, what the, do you know how much there. a bottle of Jack Daniels at EDC costs? No. Wait, are we talking about a fifth or? A fifth. A fifth of Jack Daniels. A fifth of Jack Daniels. Electric Daisy Carnival. Yes. I'm going to say 150 bucks. Higher? No, we yeah. got to talk club no. prices plus. So probably like five, 600. No. Higher than that? Wow, I have no idea. $1,000. 750 Get for seven. a bottle of Jack Daniels. So I guess a dollar for every milliliter. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Dollar per milliliter. Spread it out oh, for everyone. <laughs> That's insane. And this is what you want to do with five grand. Well, I mean, that's what I could do with five grand. <laughs> but I mean, it's better than buying just this one bottle. Well, true, but there's other things I can so, I'm sure. I'm, so to, I'm sure. So all of my friends going to EDC, let that be a lesson. Ken will be there. Look for this <laughs> guy. So, find a bottle of toppling Goliath vanilla bean and then sell it. Yeah. And then you can get a free trip out of it yeah. the way that I do. I mean, and maybe geez. part of your lodging. Part of your life. Well, I mean, you can go. Know. You can go stay at downtown. You know, you go, mean, go cheap on the lodging because you ain't sleeping sleep much in or in there. Yeah, you sleep in a tent. But I mean, you you look at people in in terms of their conscience. I mean, it'd be the same thing 
if somebody were to just buy an absolute shit ton of Hannah Montana tickets when she first went into concert. I know I got to throw that one out there. But when she first started going to concert and those concerts were selling out, people were just buying tickets left and right in turn to just turn them around and sell them for, you know, 15 to 20 times their ticket value. I mean, and and well, you're you, paying for one concert. It, I mean, you see that all the time, though, especially with tickets for concerts and everything like that. Like people are literally, there, there's a it's a job now for a lot of people is they buy and resell tickets. Like so they then, sit so, on a Friday and they'll buy all the tickets for you know whatever gets released for that week for say Justin Bieber or Taylor Swift or right. Kenny Chesney. You know those who are selling the giant. Um, like the the stadium tour people, right? But but why not do that for beer? Why not have? Why not be that your 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 you know your your central point of income, where you're turning around and going from place to place getting these beers? But you and can turn you can do the tickets and be remote. The beer you still have to go pick up the product. Whereas tickets are, uh, yeah, tickets are still. Uh, I mean, unless you're paying somebody electronic. I mean, you could pay someone to mule. I mean, people pay other people to stand in line at Black Friday at Best Buy. Why not stand in line for a beer? I don't think I've ever done that. I don't, I don't, and granted, there was, and I remember there was a post that showed up on Facebook about someone having homeless people standing in line that's buying a beer for, for them. And, that's amazing. And knowing who those those people were and making sure that they it wasn't happening again but i mean that i mean well what does that matter in the first place wait a minute as an (laughs) entrepreneur and someone like if i value some my time at x amount and i'm willing to pay someone y amount and they're willing to accept it why would that be bad why would you ban someone from buying the beer what should it matter if i'm the one reaping the benefit as long as we have an agreement me and the said person they're making money. I'm getting my beer. That's a that's a good question. I I can't remember. I what, see what it as no was. different as someone <clears throat> muling like, hey, I'm in this side of town. If anybody wants anything, right? I see it no different. Just because it's it's a matter of what's going on at that time and day, and maybe that's the mm-hmm. the entrepreneur in me to where I see, okay, I could wait in line for X time. Well, it's it's kind of the how you value your time, and that's that's why these freemium games work. Right. That's you true. look at freemium games and you're spending time or spending money to fast forward time. And you say, does mm-hmm. X time value Y gain? Am, like, am I spending $25 for this game? And then am I progressing $25 worth to where I can pay that? Like, I would pay someone to do it for $25. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is you have to value your time, your money. And everything, but there's a difference between you know, like this is I'm doing this for personal gain. If I'm doing this in an attempt to screw other people out of bottles to then have to try to sell it to them, that's a dick move. But if I'm paying someone to go in to pick up my allotment or two allotments of a beer for personal consumption, mm-hmm. I, I don't see anything wrong with that. I do see wrong if you're trying to do it to flip a profit. But I guess that's the thing is that how do you know? How do you know that that somebody is sitting there and they have somebody who's sitting in line looking to buy what if you know for God forbid whether or not you know we'll throw an example let's say rare day and somebody's going out there to Goose Island and just you know hey dude sitting there on the street I'll give you fifty bucks here's a ticket I just need you to go in there and get these bottles so that I can turn around and sell them I mean how do you know that that's happening until it gets to that point 
where that guy decides to go ahead and sell those bottles. How does how do you know to get to that point where that guy takes your money and walks away? <laughs> I mean, you're laughing. <laughs> I mean, what are you gonna do? Chase after him? Mm, you're gonna go. After, you're gonna go after the guy. You're gonna tell the guy. You're gonna go tell the cops. Yeah, I gave this guy fifty dollars to go buy beer. <laughs> Because you didn't give them fifty, you gave them fifty to do it plus a hundred for the bottles, right? No, yeah, no. <laughs> that that's your you're gambling a lot more than like you're you're gambling a lot more than you need to for beer, right? Putting down that much money into someone you don't know just because oh hey I want you to uh, buy this beer for me mm-hmm. when that guy could be like oh I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and then right. never show up. And it should never show up, and it's just gone. <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to take a, a quick break. We will be right back with the Better on Draft podcast. And we are back, episode 114, Better on Draft podcast. My name is Ken. We have the like we have the original four now. Yeah, I mean Rob yeah. was the fourth. Well, no, Rob's yeah. the fifth. Oh, Rob's or, the fifth. How yeah, come we didn't have Tara for a segment? <laughs> like <laughs> segment one. He's the second fourth. I'm I'm the second fourth. I'm I'm the one who's who's lasted. So does that more make you a half? Shows. I mean, it, I've lasted four more and a than, half more than <laughs> the two shows that she did. Apparently, so <laughs> uh, you you did last more than that. I mean, I I, yeah. I would think, and and plus, I mean, I, I've even got my own news intro. So I, I that think, is true. I think that puts me. As yeah, I, I think when we've had guests that have been on here more than uh, her, aka Pipe and Brock and Brighamman. <laughs> Um, <laughs> trying to, trying to put them in the intro. <laughs> <laughs> Just put them in the intro for right. no reason. John and Eric. <laughs> Wait, why is that on there? Oh, I mean, they've showed up I mean, enough. We just thought they might show up. Right. <laughs> Here is Robert with the beer news. You do have your own intro. Baller. What's it's, going so, on? it's so official. I know. Gosh. I gotta get. I gotta get Matt Bush's five questions. Yeah. Uh, well, that be your jingle uh, going. Yeah, New Year's revolution. Revolution. New Year's resolution. Revolution. Revolution. As as long as it's not televised, you know, yeah. but just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kind of go through the events calendar because I mean we we need to start going through some events a little bit more. Um, obviously, it is going to be New Year's weekend, so there's quite a few that are going to be going on. Uh, one in particular, there's obviously Eastern Market Brewing Company, uh, who's going to be throwing a New Year's New Year's Eve bash, uh, basically forty bucks, and that will get you an open bar, which I think is pretty damn awesome. Oh, damn! Uh, 50, fifty bucks if if at the door, but uh, you can get in contact with them. Just uh, give them a call at, at Eastern Market Brewing Company. Google it. Uh, or you can email them at uh, events at easternmarket.beer uh, for details. Uh, one of our other previous guests, Redline Brewing, they've got a party that's going on as well. There's pretty much live band and everything. Um, pretty much, obviously, if you're a brewery, you're, you're going to have a damn party going on. So I'm yeah. just throw those out there. So obviously, just to be safe, obviously, use Uber, Lyft, or whatever service you can to find. Now, where's Redline? They're in Burton? Burton. They're, they're out in yep. Burton, just, yeah. just outside U- of Flint. Does Uber go to Burton? I'm sure Flint has uh, Uber. <laughs> I know uh, EMBC is really pushing their New Year's. So oh, yes. Yes, definitely. Sure. I would have and, to ask uh, from Latitude 42 when we had Chris on, because Chris lives in Flint proper, yeah, and he would know if they have Uber up there. And, I mean, East, Eastern Market's Mug Club is, is pretty awesome, because they They've they've worked with Puabic 
pottery to to get their mugs made, and their their mugs are are looking pretty sweet. So, so definitely definitely go check that out. But like I said, drink and drive responsibly. When nobody anybody taking an L and uh, you know screwing themselves up. So sleep on a couch. Do whatever you can to get home, but please be safe. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't have a, a Mug Club membership to Easter Market Brewing, but I do have one to North Center Beer Brewing over in Northville, Michigan. <laughs> do you now? Yeah. Uh, they do have a uh, beer club night every Tuesday night. Uh, you can show up there. You actually get uh, some money off of food, a dollar off pints and two dollar off growler fills, um, as well as whenever they're doing any beer releases, they usually do it at the beer club nights. Mm. So if you're looking to get uh, new beer, like when they launch their barrel aged beers, definitely uh, head on up there. Je- check them out. Uh, North Center Road, just south of uh, Baseline in Northville, Michigan. Go say hi to Kevin and the gang. Uh, you can go play Sparkle there on Wednesday nights with Antonio. With Antonio. Definitely uh, a lot of fun going over over there. But what other uh, events going on? Because there is a big event coming up. There is a big event, (laughs) which, of course, we are attending. It's going to be the Michigan Brewers Guild 13th annual. That's what I wasn't going for. But go on. (laughs) Winter Beer Festival. Which one were you going for? Uh, Isn't there a competition on Wednesday? That happens. Wednesday, the 3rd. Wednesday, the 3rd. At Brown Iron Brew House in Washington Township. Township. Where we're buying a keg of Boss Tweed and Wicked Smart from Baffin. That's we are. Starting I, at 6 o'clock, we're going to be... Uh, Rob, did you not know about this? I is did. This he did. I, he didn't put it in the event calendar. I, I did, but, but my, my problem is that since since I host trivia on Wednesdays, that I know I'm sadly not going to be there. It seems like every time there's an event, I'm, there's something that goes on that I'm not going to make it. I'm mad that I'm not going to make it there. So check it out. We are buying the beer. You don't need to buy anything to get in. Obviously, we'd love for you to stay, have some dinner, uh, soak up some of that Wicked Smart and uh, Boss Tweed. Yep. And uh, have fun with us. Even come whine about who won. Yeah, come whine about who won. I try both beers side by side and see which one you like. Do a blind one. Or you just, never mind. We might switch the taps. Or you just, don't know which one you're drinking. <laughs> right. Or just get crazy and just blend them both. Yeah. Do Let's mix them together. Right. Wicked Tweed. Yeah, or wicked is it tweed. Boss Smart? Boss Smart. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that one. Yeah. Boss Smart. <laughs> We're going to have to do that when we go there Wednesday. <laughs> What are you drinking there, Bass Matt? <laughs> so <laughs> you'll be able to find it on Facebook Live right. in February. Right in in February, uh, we've got the Michigan Brewers Guild 13th Annual Winter Beer Festival. Uh, that's going to be going down at the uh, Fifth Third Ballpark uh, in Comstock St- Comstock Park, uh, which is just outside of Grand Rapids. Uh, that's going to be going on February 23rd and 24th. I'm not sure if they're. I don't know if they do Sunday as well. They do not. Okay, so 23rd and 24th. Uh, snow, rain, or sna- shine. It's or happening. Snot. Snot. Snine. Snow, rain, or snot. Snine or snot, <laughs> but mostly shine. Um, so obviously, can dress appropriately. Can remember a coat. Shut remember up. a coat. That's what he's saying. Remember to bring a damn coat. <laughs> Absolutely. Shut up, guys. <laughs> I hate you all. <laughs> Listen, I forgot to bring your coat once. Once. It was once. snowing. <laughs> so what? <laughs> it wasn't even so. It was like sleet. It was sleeting. And, oh, hey, guys. I oh, yeah, it, was, it was sleeting when we got there, and then all of a sudden it was just downpour. It was monsoon season out there. It was ridiculous. Yeah. So Saturday is sold out. Uh, you may be able to get tickets if you do become an enthusiast member of the Brewers Guild. I'm not going to guarantee that. Or show up. Uh, but typically, yeah, yeah, you can typically show up on Saturday, get in line, and there's uh, usually find someone with the megaphone who is selling. Yep. Uh, he's usually, he finds the ticket buyers and the ticket sellers. Mm-hmm. 
and you're able to uh, get in. Friday's still good to go. Uh, I have been to both Friday and Saturday. Uh, as much as the Saturday one that I went to was the one I want to say three years ago or four years ago when literally I couldn't drink enough to stay warm. You, I that's, remember that. That's story. how cold it was. I remember. Um, I think Greenbush half the lines froze over. Uh, there was a couple breweries that had to close up because their lines froze over. So Jeez. yeah, definitely bundle up. They do sell things like hand warmers there and mm-hmm. um, caps and gloves, S- sweaters, but, hoodies. Yeah, even even that. Like you could only do so much uh, for that one. But the Friday night, oh, I always promote Friday nights. I love the Friday night. Um, ones i think next year we're going to try to do friday night for the summer beer festival as much as that saturday night one saturday afternoon one was fun that's not sun yeah rough yeah well first of all i told you guys to pace yourselves (laughs) and then you go and buy like 15 out like 15 percent beers like back to back to back and i'm like whatever absolutely exactly flying buffalo hazelnut that was that was i was running on two hours of sleep i had to that's a perfect start (laughs) of beer i don't know what the problem i don't know why you didn't just sleep in the car on the way there It was, it was a not a big car sleeper. Not at all. No, no, no. I, I can't trust people when they're driving. <laughs> no, it's not that. Really? I just can't. It's just I, I have this. It's the same thing. Like driving. Is it a fly- control issue or you just don't trust people? It's just a control issue. Okay. It's just because, especially even when being in, in a plane, it's like I, I can't fall asleep when when some. It just doesn't matter. If I, oh, I could fall asleep in planes for sure. I, I just can't. I can't. I can't either. No, really? Not at all. What about you, Nick? Can you fall asleep like as a passenger in a car? No. No, I think the last time I did that was on my way to Denver, like seven years. I ago. I can't even tell you the last time I was a passenger in a car. That no, that, that so I can't much. tell you. Like the only time that I'm ever a passenger is if my dad and I are going to uh, Caesar's Windsor, because uh, my dad. Well, we both like the smoke free casino over there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll go over there, and usually he'll pick me up right from the. Uh, that's that's probably the last any time that I ever get picked up at my apartment to then just go somewhere because mm-hmm. uh, usually people will pick me up downtown since I live downtown instead of both of us driving somewhere they'll just pick me up and we'll swing to wherever we need to go right yeah, yeah. so I guess I am a passenger a lot more than I I think but not for long hauls like long hauls anything more than like a 20 30 minute drive I I can't tell you the last time I was ever a passenger yeah <laughs> yeah not a fan not a fan. All right. Uh, go through a couple other things. Um, actually, it got uh, reported in the free press, I believe it was, a couple days ago. Uh, that's one of our local favorites in Birmingham, uh, Griffin Claw, is prepping on a new venture. They're going to be uh, adding a new location. It's basically about a 33,000-square-foot uh, location uh, that is going to open in Rochester Hills next year. And so, Isn't too— that the, Is that the Eastside Mario's? Um, I don't know. I honestly, I didn't. I because really I know they at... were planning on doing that already. Or they because they own BFD, right? Right. They um, own BFD, so they own that building where Eastside Mario's is, which was mm-hmm. attached to BFD. So okay. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. For yeah, you. I'd have to look. But um, I guess on on top of that, with with the new facility that's going to be opening up, um, all 29 of their beers are now starting next year, starting in February, are going to be in cans. Um, so that was probably one of the bigger things I saw this week was Griffin Claw going to Cannes. Mm-hmm. So, um, so according to Kyle Vandeventer, obviously we've had him on the show, 
Uh, they're going to start shipping cans in February. And like I said, that, that pretty much means everything. So pretty much all of the flying buffalo that you may have in bottles that probably is going to be the last time it's going to be in bottles because they're basically saying everything, including the limited edition beers, are going to be in in can. So everything is going to be offered in a 16 or 12 ounce can. I'm uh, curious because I'm trying to think minus like the flight, like their their specialty beers. Uh, isn't everything what comes in a can? In a can. Yeah, everything that's comes in a can. everything that I can think of comes in a can from them. Except for uh, again, like the the Stormtrooper beer, or whatever that Flanders Red that we had, or the right. Donald Trump beer, the Donald Trump beer, right? Or the the Kim Jones. So, but aren't these all special uh, editions? Yeah, so beers may, that we're may, maybe they're just doing canning for all their specialty beers now, as opposed yeah. to yeah. Makes sense. It, it just seems weird to say that they're doing all canning now because you would think that they do a lot of canning like that. That Tahitian coconut. Oh, um, the, the you figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's canned too. El Rojo's canned, Screaming mm-hmm. Pumpkins canned. Um the barrel age. The barrel age not. not. So maybe so. this is just all of their all of their specialty beers. Um, right. their limited releases are now going to be mm-hmm. bought or canned as opposed to bottled. Yeah. Uh so with the the new location, it, it's basically gonna take their capacity from uh, sev- from a 17-barrel system to a 50-barrel system, uh, giving them a complete brewing capacity of 60,000 barrels. Um, I guess for perspective, this past year, uh, they only brewed about 17,000 barrels, and they're talking about going to 20,000 next year. Um, so pretty much at 20,000 next year, that would pretty much put them into the conversation of either matching or passing uh, that of Dark Horse. Uh, so thoughts on if the increased production and distribution will go up another notch on the will basically take them up another notch on the leaderboard. In regards to that, like where, wherever they are, I love the fact that they're not going from 17 and trying to go to 60. Because just because you're compa- like talking about the, the liquor store over in Kentucky, just because you can doesn't mean you should. <clears throat> right. You don't want to flood the market with your beer and you don't want to create you don't want to make beer just to make beer just to try to sell it because you don't think you, you can't guarantee you're going to sell it. Um, I think their mainstays are good. Obviously, they're going to have to start. I think they're Michigan only right now. They I know of. Yeah. Griffin Claw. Yeah. Yeah. So they may need to start attempting to get out of state, maybe Ohio, maybe Indiana, Illinois. Um, you know, that that might be something to where we, we swing Kyle in the show maybe in the next month or two mm-hmm. and start talking about, you know, what what's the future like in regards to Griffin Claw and what they plan on doing. But, you know, I think going to 20,000 isn't going to be too bad for them. But I think if they want to get to 60,000 capacity – they have to go out of state, no matter what. Definitely, definitely. I mean, I, like you said, they would pretty much have to invest in the Midwest and, and get to Ohio, get to get to Illinois, possibly even, even push. Basically, like if if they were to get into the Meyer market, and at least for a start, and to be able to kind of go through that belt of Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, Wisconsin. And, and just start, or I, I guess, isn't my, so, Myers in Kentucky so too, is the, the big thing, though, is is that are people clamoring for Griffin Claw outside of the state? How, and, do, you, how do you know that without testing the waters? Though? Right. Well, now you say that, but shorts, a lot of people had partners for shorts in regards to trade partners for other areas of the country. Because shorts at one point was Michigan, only Michigan forever. <laughs> right. <laughs> We all know how that ended. <laughs> but, you know, a lot of people were looking for those Shorts beers. And Shorts doesn't have that 
um, marquee beer. I like Bell's has Black Note, Founders has KBS. Um, they they don't have that marquee beer. I don't think. I don't think so either. I think they have amazing beers. Yeah. Um, I think maybe Flying Buffalo will probably be their uh, coup de gras that like that one that gets them out to the market elsewhere to where people will start clamoring and buying um, El Rojo because they know a Flying Buffalo. Well, I mean, why not? Why not Raggedy Ass? Because I mean, that basically was wasn't that the one that pretty much put them on the map here? Although, granted, I'm. Honestly, not talk to me. About I remember. It. I know uh, it's an IBA, but I'm, I mean, I'm honestly, I'm not really that much of a fan of raggedy asses at all. At all. Uh, for me, for me, what did it for me for Griffin Claw was what El Rojo and Grindline. El Rojo's good. Grindlines are lager, isn't it? Yeah. Or the pills? Yeah. I know. I think it's their pale. Is it a pale? Is it it a, might be I a thought, pale. I think it is. I don't. That's what did it for me, and I think those would be you know good you know something to start with to get it out there. But it goes back to Flying Buffalo. You know, that's like the one that. I mean, I clamor about it. I love Flying Buffalo. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. you can't – I mean, I'll, I'll pick that over, you know, trying to chase down, you know, the others that come out around that time. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I don't know. I haven't even seen Grindline in a while. I'm just sitting here thinking like the last time I saw it. It is interesting that you mentioned that. I don't remember. Because that was one of my favorites of theirs. That was pretty good. It was very, very It's still on their website as promoted, so it's still being made. I wonder if they just stop canning it, maybe? Maybe they just, you know, there's no good hockey team to... Oh, Lord. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Well, no, no, well, that's... Di- digress the sports for a second. That is true. Meanwhile, maybe they just need. Maybe they need to promote the hockey team on the west side. Grand Rapids, the Griffins? Grand Rapids Griffins. Yeah. Griffin, Griffin. At least for someone Griffin wins Claw. the Claw. Cup. I see what you did there. Oh, that, that's <laughs> how about perfect. the U.S. Junior Team? <laughs> is this is this where the Mighty Ducks uh, played? How about the U.S. Soccer Team? Oh, wait, oh yeah, played, right, yeah. We, we know how much they suck. Uh, anyway, Hope Me. Solo is she still a thing? <laughs> is she the one that? She, Never mind. We're, let's yes. not get into sports. To answer your question, yes. Continue, <laughs> Rob. Meanwhile, back in the other Domestic violence. <laughs> in the other side of the city, um, and actually on the other side of the state, uh, Bells is partnering with um, with uh, brewing students at Western Michigan University and Kalamazoo Valley Community College uh, to offer internships at the brewery. Uh, two schools had a program that's been running since 2015 called Sustainable Brewing, which uh, offers students the opportunity to earn a certificate or associate's degree at the community college, then transfer over to WMU for a Bachelor of Science. And uh, Bell's the Bell's Brewery Development Award is going to allow students of the program the ability to gain experience in the quality brewing, packaging, and brewing innovation de- departments uh, at Bell's. So, uh, so brewing innovation, brewing so, innovation. Let's let's think about that for just a second. You're telling me that if I were to go there and you know go through this program, that I can innovate and find and create. That new beer that everyone will clamor about. Probably. I'm but, sign me up. But, let's go. I'm in. But but of course <laughs> the the catch with this is that of course the, the program they're 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 accepting okay. admis- submissions uh, for the program in January. The deadline to apply is in March first. Uh, internship starts in April third. 30th, but of course, the one of the requirements of the program is that you have to at least have completed the associates at uh, Kalamazoo Valley Community College. So, so you, you need to have that first. Sure. 
So, uh, so here, here's another question. Okay, you get the certificate or the associate's degree. I'm assuming it's in brewing. You transfer to Western. What you get a bachelor's in brewing? Is that like the first time that that's? I mean, it's a, it's a bachelor's in science. Yeah. That would transfer well, well, to completing all the requirements. Well, for the... so, like you talk about science isn't science. The well, well, no, because in science it's you have physics, you got chemistry, you have uh, astrophysics. I don't know. Well, the way the way I have, Michigan my, works, and you've done it. I but mean, yeah, trans- my, my, your... my bachelor's of science is in electrical engineering, for example. But like all the ones from that community college will transfer over and cover all <laughs> the requirements. Hope, yes, yeah, they're supposed to, but yeah. they'll transfer and cover everything. Right, it's like mandatory that they're supposed to these days. But when when you're doing wow. programs like that, like I know Macomb Community, like. The programs that they do for like three plus ones and going yeah. into different colleges, like they give you the guide as opposed to guessing what will transfer and what won't. Well, and what I remember when I was at uh, Macomb is, is that there were classes that were not transferable. Yes, but because they were transferable when I started the program, they have to. They, they ha- had. They to have to take it. it. So. I was in a similar situation when I went from Macomb Community to Wayne State, for example, except the program that I was in to get my associate, I have an associate of applied science because I was going more into a, I guess you can say more of a trade at the time, I guess you can say. Um, they phased that whole program out and it didn't really go anywhere after that. Like once you got that two-year degree – that was it. There was nowhere else you could really take those classes and apply it somewhere else. So, you know, it, it, it's nice to see that they got it somewhere here in this case. Right. Granted, it's only can... one university. And and that that's kind of one of the things I was wondering about was that, you know, we, we've had those stories like when we had North Center Brewing in here and we had Cody in and she started as a barback and, and basically went from that position – uh, to going into the actual brewing of their beer to then becoming, you know, their their brewer. And, you know, it, it, it's a great way to get into brewing, but, you know, should more of these breweries start to look at collaborating with institutions and, you know, take advantage of all of these students that, you know, come from there or, you know, obviously from Schoolcraft College where where we've got the the um, the scholarships that we're doing and, you know, take advantage of that student labor while mm. providing experience. So that that's desired by the students and, you know, try and bring up this labor force of of what is desired to really start getting into brewing and running breweries. So the short answer to that question is yes, breweries should get involved. But if you look at the number of breweries in the state, we are re- we're over 300 now, I think. I mean, hell, do we have we're more over... breweries than we have universities, Exa- right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so ignoring that ratio. Well, I but, guess let me, but, let me take that back. But you have do a we lot have... of smaller breweries in Michigan that yeah. don't have the labor force themselves to be able to get involved into something like that. Now, for example, you, you mentioned what Bells, for example. Bells is pretty big. Bells is, Bells, yeah. Bells is pretty big. Griffin Claw, they're big enough. They could probably do it, especially if they're going to be expanding. Hell, Founders is Founders big enough. I don't is, even know if Founders does anything like yeah, this. Yeah, Founders should be doing it because they're well, well, we all know. Well, We're we at 312 open breweries right now. 312 breweries. Founders is big enough, and technically they're not craft, but. Anyway, I mean, it, uh, regardless, I mean, the, the top 
the Folks, top. that was not Ken who said that. <laughs> <laughs> I want everyone to understand I did not say uh, right. that. But, I mean, but, but we've got the top five. Never mind the top the top ten that we have. Yeah. And now, I mean, pretty much we've got Bells who are doing this. Yeah. And, I mean, I know of no one else in that top ten that is doing anything like this. Right. I, I mean, I, imagine they are, and it's just not, it's just not publicized. But I mean, it, it sounds like there should be a lot of breweries. More out there. Yeah, a lot of breweries are working with uh, local universities. Like I know Arbor Brewing did back when Matt and Renee owned it. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I know a lot of breweries who helped us with our scholarship reached out to a lot of the students who applied. Um, to try to get internships, like, you know, hey, come check it out. Come see a production facility. But if you look at American Harvest, that's a production facility. That's a full brewery they got going on over there. That's not, you know, small time sitting in a, a classroom all day. They have a full-on brewery that they make, produce, and even send their beer into competitions to try to see right. where they are. I mean, I mean, smaller breweries here in Michigan, they can definitely get involved with, you know, the local, like, school craft, for example, things like that. But I just don't see these smaller breweries getting involved this deep to, you know, kind of help, you know, I think it's a great idea, you know, teaching, you know, and offering programs for for brewing, especially in the, you know, in this state, being that it's such a big industry now. I just don't see that happening because some of these breweries barely have enough people to to man their, their breweries as it is. You know? Well, you've, you've got the smaller breweries who – it's it's almost a hobby right now, just because like, they like North they have, Center started off as a hobby. Well, yeah, because they st- they had to have full time jobs just to keep their brewery open. Yeah, like, not that their brewery was losing money, but the amount of money it took to get into the brewery, right. obviously, yeah. it took a lot of I money. Mean, like, hey, Eastern Market still the same way too. Yeah, they, they still have their day jobs. I mean, what? Like, let's see, you got North Center, yeah, Eastern Market. What isn't like Dearborn Brewing in that ca- category? Too? Well, the, all the Downey kids are like the the Downey dad is a uh, the head brewer. Yeah. Um, but all the Downey kids have degrees and they're in jobs and right. Um, I think their cheerleader works somewhere. <laughs> their mother. Their mother. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I mean, a lot of these smaller breweries, Liberty Street, you know, um, help me well, out. Well, Li- Liberty you know. Street's been open for a while. I think Joe over there is his own. Um, that, that's his job. Now. Yeah, but that's but, but it's when you're not when big you're enough. Opening, to s- probably Farmington. Like Farmington's probably a really good example of one that's been okay. Open that's for a, a better. That's a better yeah. example. Um, but if you look at Ascension, like Adam was still um, hustling with photography. Yeah. yeah. Over at Ascension, when when you have that, you don't have the money or the time to spend in regards to the school yeah. to get people to show up. Exactly. But when you, either, we we have so many different ways breweries have opened because you have like your North Center where everyone still had their job. You had Ascension who Adam still had a side hustle, and then you have something like Roke where they just have money, <laughs> <laughs> right? And they can they can do it, and it's the same with Axel because Axel bought milking it. Mm-hmm. And you know, revamped everything because they bought the facility, they bought the production, they bought everything, and look what they did. You know, they made good beer and in turn opened up a, a tap house. Have you guys been to Livernoid Tap yet? No, by the way? not yet. I refuse to. I looked at their food menu, and I'm I'm not bougie enough for that. <laughs> that's like, that's true. Their food menu like, is a little. Really? Uh, oh come on, that hamburger. <laughs> is, is it pretty hipster? Yeah, it, yeah. Oh, uh, I had statement. I had like biscuits and gravy with dunk. Duck confit and uh, what? Yeah, like uh, a egg on top. Yeah, it was wow. uh, like, bro. Can I get some fucking chicken wings? <laughs> like, 
<laughs> Seriously. I know Dan listens to the show, so I'm going to be getting a message soon about this. <laughs> oh, wow. Just put some, like, Asian zing on what that or something. Anything? <laughs> he was a French red hot. <laughs> Dan, if you're listening, can you make a new menu item called Dan's Chicken Wings? <laughs> and dedicate it to Dan. Just see how it sells. Just Let's just see how it sells. Oh, God. Extra but, $2 but, with the Franks hot dog. But again, extra $2. For the Franks, yeah. It makes sense, though. It's Ferndale. You, you got yeah. to pay. Ferndale, you got to pay. In regards to breweries, brewers, et cetera, like, you, the, every single brewery has its own story. And I think that's why we've started mm-hmm. the show is we've learned all of these stories. Yes. And every single brewer that we've met, whether it's Cody, whether it's um, uh, was it was it Tom from uh, Brewery Becker? No, Tom was from Block. Block. Oh, yeah. Overball, because he was from um, Schoolcraft. Right. So you have all these breweries. You have Brewery Becker. You have um, Ellison. And Ellison, like Kaylin, wasn't even a brewer, but, you know, she gets in and understands the process. Mm -hmm. These brewers, everyone has their own story. Everyone figures out um, when we had Cerveza Cancun. He was a bartender at Kunin, turned into a brewer, turned into a head brewer in Mexico. (laughs) You know, and that that seems to be a trend with a lot of brewers that people get their start in Coonan and then go somewhere else. Um, Shout out to John Piper, former, <laughs> not, not anymore, not anymore. We, we should have shouted him out when we were talking about Dark Horse, right? <laughs> so let's get uh, let's get one more article out. All right. Um, so there was uh, another article I ran across in terms of um, uh, this this one. I, I love this one because there, there's so many people that give them so much shit. And, you know, they have been around for quite a long time. Uh, Atwater Brewing is going to be celebrating their 20th anniversary. You know, as, as people love to refer to them as Shatwater, which is absolutely fucking ridiculous. And spilled and, or spit out his beer. And, and I, I still do not understand it for, for a brewery that has been around for 20 years. You know, you know, got to show that respect for them. They've been around that long. Do you, do you know why they're hated? And I'm going to tell you right now why they're hated. It's because their beer is drinkable and not over the top. They don't. You, you want to talk it's about not selling for five thousand dollars? You, you want to talk about <laughs> Griffin Claw not having that beer to market? Like there is no Flying Buffalo at Atwater. There is no special release at Atwater that. But like, I'll, I'll take VJP every day of the week. I'll, I'll, I'll do to. VJP. I'll take Dec- Decadent. Decadent, oh, yes. delicious. All, have you ever had it on Nitro? Uh huh. Oh God. Yeah. I, I drove in a freaking blizzard to get that. I I don't it know if the, I'd do that. Oh, it, it, it was worth the blizzard in the drive in the blizzard. That's let's put it that way. So I mean they they've done quite a bit. I mean they've added new products this year. Uh, they signed a new distribution agreement with M1 Network, which uh, according to uh, their owner Mark Reith, uh, that that's going to increase their their retail sales in Michigan up by by thirty percent. Uh, next year they're they're looking to push their production pretty much to the limit. Um, which is, I, I guess it is kind of crazy, but they're they're su- basically suggesting that they're going to be producing at a barrel annualized rate of about 50,000 barrels. Um, I, I, obviously, I know that they have their location here and they have it in Texas, but that that is quite a bit that they're going to be doing. Um, but also one of the things in terms of uh, Vanilla Java Porter, they're going to be doing some variants of that next year, apparently. Uh, throughout the year, they're going to be releasing a Bavarian Cream, Coconut, raspberry, and hazelnut BJPs. 
You're all about that coconut, right, Dan? No, no, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, pretty much, I mean, they're they're distributed in 21 states and three international markets. And, you know, being doing doing this for for 20 years, I, I guess it's like you said that, you know, they don't have that. They don't have that that breakout hit that that people expect every year. They don't need it. But no, yeah, they they do, that's what I think is that I don't think they need it. I mean, but it it just the the market makes it sound like they have to have one. I mean, is I mean, well, I guess you know I kind of answer my I guess I just kind of answer my own questions whether or not they're actually going to feel like they're pressured to do it. But you know, if they would have done it, they would have done it a co- at least a couple years right. ago. They they don't have very many if at all. I can't remember special releases or limited edition small batch type no stuff. The only time that I can recall, and and I think Ken, you tried this. They had they released. I had to look it up just now to remember what it was called. It was 1936. It was a it was an amber red, and I I think I remember you saying you weren't too crazy about it. It came in like a big champagne bottle, mm-hmm. basically. Um, you know, that was probably like the first time I actually chased down something that I can probably remember. And, <laughs> but, you know. I felt like there was going to be a joke in there where I wasn't old enough. I was to waiting for like Shampipple yeah, or Shampipple. something going <laughs> <laughs> But it goes to your point. I mean, it goes back to Ken's point. It goes back to your point, Rob. Everything that they really put out is is drinkable. It's good. It's drinkable. It's good. But for the majority, for what sound like the majority of the crowd, it's pedestrian. But it, okay. But so, all right. So here, here, let's go back to this point. You talk about the majority. Are we talking about the majority of craft beer enthusiasts? Maybe or, we're just talking about just the CBYs in general. CBY. Okay. That's fine. Well, guess what? They're not filling in at water in the park with CBYs. They're filling in at water in the park because of the people that live near Atwater in the park. You go there on a Friday night in the summertime, it's shoulder to shoulder. Shoulder to shoulder. You're, there's no way. Yeah. You ain't get you ain't get no damn table at Atwater in the park. Jeez. They just launched a whole new menu over there, too. Did they? Yep. I have not been to Atwater in a park probably since two Black Fridays ago. I think it was actually no. It was before. It was actually before this show started. I think so. It was about three years ago. Oh. I forgot uh, that place even existed. At Water in the Park. Yeah, they got the GR one open now too. Do they? So they got, open for about so, a year. So a they got what? Four now. places oh, now. Three. They, three. Well, I thought they had one in Austin. No, I don't think that's ever opened. I know. Okay. We've, been, we've been talking about it as for as long as Coonan's been talking about opening up that place in Clinton Township. Well, they, well, they finally, <laughs> they finally opened, opened it. Yeah, I know. They but, finally got that open. But, but, so, yeah, I mean, <laughs> stop ragging on it, Atwater. Come on. <laughs> right. we are, we're going to take a quick break, though. We'll reset. Uh, we got another about 20 minutes or so of the show. We'll be right back. Better on Draft Podcast. And we are back, episode 114, Better on Draft Podcast. Hi. Matt is not with us, so we're not going to be doing the five questions for the evening. No mystery beer to guess. Oh, no. What are we going to do? Goodbye, guys. We're out of here. <laughs> Let's no, go home. No, no mystery beer. Thankfully, oh my God! Well, he's been he's been good. There's some of the last I mean, he was good, good. and and last week was was good that none of us picked the four loco. So I was really I was really. Oh well, we did the, the four loco again. The brew elephant. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you you missed it. He basically he brought six beers that he opened. And I got took, Wizard Burial Ground, and he took to Eastern Market Brewing Company to have them can the beer so that we didn't know what was in the can. That was. That was Impre- a, that very was impressive. very impressive. Wow, it was it was impressive. 
So <laughs> remember the um that like twelve percent beer you gave me right before uh the football game? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I got. Nice. And then somehow Angela gets boss tweed. Go figure. Well, she got both her questions right yeah. too. We couldn't get questions yeah, she, right for the life of us. She stole my boss. I had the boss tweet, and she stole it from me. <laughs> I had the MGD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was I different I than the, uh, that one. I the that one. convenient growler of epic truth or whatever the hell he calls it. Right. Yeah, yeah. and I don't know what that was. <laughs> so, oh, go on next. So, this is the last episode of 2017. It is. It is. Yeah. It's Considering crazy. it's December 29th, yeah, yeah, pretty much. I know. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll do an episode tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. For absolutely no reason. For no yeah. reason? <laughs> Skype episode? Skype episode. I don't know. I'll be tanked then. <laughs> <laughs> On the Skype episode? Yeah, I'll just be like, hey, because my refrigerator will be right there. Oh, so I'll be true. just like, oh, yeah. I need another beer. Oh, you know what? I'll just go grab two beers. You guys can talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, here I'm running I'll the board back. and stuff, so I can't really just leave. And <laughs> like, I think I've left the board once because I'm like, I got I to gotta go and you guys oh, are still talking. The, the phone issue. I remember that and I got the, 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 the oh yeah the phone issue the too. phone issue we forgot all about that I'm like for I'm an leaving. hour <laughs> he, just, he just wrote this note down it's like I need to go to Sprint store or something like that it's like run the board I'm like bye, okay. bye Felicia <laughs> he was just gone he yeah that's that's the day that I slammed my phone in my uh, car door yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah so. it, it is the end of the year so you know I guess any I guess we'll start with any type of reflections in, in terms of beer. For for 2017, you know things you like, things you didn't like. Uh, Michigan has a lot of good beer that you need to go find, and it's not anything you can get here in the Tri County area. You got to right. get out there and look for it. Um, my fiance and I, we did that trip back in May. We were gone for an entire week, and we were literally hitting up three or four breweries a day. There's some, there are some hidden gems out there, and I encourage. If you have a week of vacation to spare, whatever you do, use it and get out there. Use the beer map that we that we have at draft.com. That always works. That always works. And, you know, find the find those small breweries that you never heard about. You know, for for me, there was what Beer to Mac. Never heard of it until I used the beer map. I don't like it when I went there. Oh, oh, well, they have some really good stuff. And then uh, Burnt Marshmallow. It was definitely it was my fifth brewery that day. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, that's probably. Like I think minimum. you might be overdoing it. Yeah. yeah. That's and, good um, Terra Firma was you know another another, another I didn't good. Go one. To t- I was I was doing like the up seventy five. So I did um, Burt Lake. Mm-hmm. I did Snowbelt. I did mm-hmm. Sheboygan, which I was really underwhelmed with Sheboygan, and I did Beer to Mac. And I want to say I did a fifth one. I just don't remember if I did or not. <laughs> After five breweries, I'm surprised you remember the first four. Uh, that's why. That's why we limited it to like three a day. <laughs> well, I had I had a travel day up to the UP, so I okay. just kind of was like putzing around. Like sure. I, I wasn't trying my hardest to get to the UP anytime soon. Mm-hmm. There's nothing really in the UP. So thankfully, I was in. Um, uh, what do you call it, Mackinac? Mm. So or what, what's the Saint Saint Ignace? Saint, Saint Ignace. Ignace. Yeah, yeah, that's Saint the city Ignis. right across the bridge, right? Yes. Yeah, so I was in St. Ignace. So, yeah, so I was, that's where I was going. So I'm just like, yeah, I don't uh, – I'm not too keen because I'm just going there to work and then – come. like I'm working the next day and then driving back, and yeah. I wasn't going to stop on the way back anywhere. That's where I found um, Upper Hand for the first time. Up in St. Ignace? St. Ignace, yeah. And we got some Upper Hand when we were – Matt and I were in the UP and Marquette for the UP Beer Festival. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. Scenery was great. The weather really held up. 
very underwhelmed about the festival. The, really? But the UP the UP and everyone screams about how amazing it is. So I I had filed a complaint to Eric, oh, no. and he <laughs> he did not know um, because it wasn't something. So they had a Coney truck there, which the line was forty five minutes. Oh lord! And man. the ticket times were forty five minutes. So an hour and a half is to get Coney dogs. That's how? Damn. How is that? A thing. I don't know. <laughs> how is that? You, you, how do you not know how to cook a hot dog? <laughs> but to say, you, you, you go to a DCFC game where there's at least 6,000 people, you can just get it right there. Wow. How, how is that any different? I don't know. You just grab a Coney, you put it on the rollers, and you know, just yeah. wait. So well, should be like, no one no, cares no, about the quality. No, you, don't, you don't have to put it on. <laughs> it's a Coney. I mean, damn chili. If you had it on the rollers, it'd be, it'd be better. But, you know, in a situation like that, you get a big flat top grill, you know, bar and you barbecue it very, very lightly. You don't have to burn the damn thing, and then put some chili, onions, and mustard on Man, it, and then I you're done. I don't care if we go ROH show style with the giant bath of fucking hot dogs and, and hot water. Just give me the damn hot dog. It's pre cooked anyway. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I. So the UP festival, I think, is the best for the brewers. I think the brewers have a blast at the UP festival. It's like it's, it's, not it's, it's as, like their chance, to like get away. Yeah, it's like a, a very it's a them. very relaxing beer festival in comparison to the other three. I think the fall one's still the best. I, I fall one is awesome. The the fall one, the weather has held up a lot. Yeah, uh, very very well. It's been very nice. It's been easy to go to. The beers have always been good. Mm-hmm. They keep expanding it little by little, so it's not doesn't seem like overbearing. It does get crowded though on Saturdays for sure. I, oh fuck I, Saturdays! I kind of so. wonder. I I, I kind of feel like they need to take over another shed. Probably just to, just to they probably do. a little bit more. Because that that right at that end where they go into, I guess that would be shed two. The, the open shed mm-hmm. where it's just it it's just not really working all that well and oh. just gets a little t- way too crowded. Well, unless you, if you, there's some way you got if anyone out there listening can get in there during the enthusiasts hour or that first hour, just of go on the Friday festival. or go on Friday. Yeah, just go on Friday if or can, the enthusiast hour on a Friday. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, I have to go on Saturday. Why? It's where all these I, specialty beers and, and there's there's so much yeah. to drink as it is. I mean, this is the first year that I actually went with, went to that festival on a Friday, and I will say, after having gone on Saturday, you know, three, four times, and then going the Friday this year for the first time, I hands down pick Friday. Oh yeah, every time yeah. now. Moving forward, I if I ever had to choose, I'd say give me a Friday ticket. I'm kind of like, what what's the point of, of going on a Saturday when everything, all the specialty taps, don't happen until six, seven o'clock at night? Yeah, and you're there, and I mean, there's already. A thousand beers that are there to drink to begin with, and you're the first people there, right? I mean, in the first several hundred. Enjoy everything else that that is there. I mean, to to sit there just to spend thirty, forty bucks on a ticket yeah. to then have oh, I I've got to get this, you know, I got to get that strawberry M forty three. I mean, is that a thing? I mean, it was a thing because I mean, oh. they, they actually did. They actually, I'm just throwing that one as, as an example. But I mean, they did have that on tap. Mm. We were actually working. I think we were doing the Latitude 42 booth where we sense. were pouring, and it went on tap at seven o'clock, and it was gone in, in less than ten minutes. I mean, there's there's so much else that's out there. Now, granted, I'm sure that was amazing. Yeah. But there's so many other beers that are out there that you can just go out there and try and just try different things. I mean, yeah. Hell, I, I've spent this whole year. Essentially trying Gozes because I absolutely do not like sour beers. But I said, mm-hmm. you know what? 
this is going to be every, every festival that we went to, I at least tried two different sour beers to try just to try stuff. And yeah. I'm actually starting to like this stuff. I mean, I, I like, um, you know, Founders Green Zebra or, you know, New Belgium's La Folie or, or there's actually a couple, La Folie is one of, my a, a couple of the other sours that they've had. Yeah. Um, the, the one that I found when I was in Kentucky last week from uh, Urban Artifact, it was a uh, it was called Slider Rule. And it's a chocolate raspberry goza. Which just just from what it, the description alone, I was like, all right, I'll I'll risk ten bucks and try a six pack of this stuff, and you know, it it wasn't that sour. It was actually pretty damn good. So I mean, there's just just try stuff. Don't don't go there just for that one specialty thing that's going to be tapped at seven o'clock that you need to wait <laughs> twenty minutes in line and hope that you get four ounces of. So Rob, are you saying that you do live by the phrase "once you goza black"? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're telling us right now? <laughs> We're going to bring up that Ascension Goza that came up. That yeah, I, that I, name alone was amazing. That name, that name, that beer name alone. I was I, and I remember walking up to the stand and said, "Look, I hate." It was like right when I was really just starting to try Gozas, and I said, "Look, I hate sours." But you can't name a beer like that and not have me try it. <laughs> and I mean, I really didn't like it at all. But I was like, yeah, it, it's once you go. So you're saying black. you went black? Yeah, I, I'd say back. I, 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 I guess I went, oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, I kind of did. Yeah, the the gozas. It, it kind of depends on the the time of year when I'm drinking them. Like I love the cucumber watermelon goza from I believe it was Elk Brewing uh, that did it. Really, really good beer. It was out in Grand Rapids. I remember having it at the summer festival. It was definitely my number one at the summer festival. And I, I just when, when I go to these festivals, I I accidentally waited in line for a beer. That was fun. when you were first in line. That was the most amazing <laughs> thing I've ever witnessed. Uh, I'm talking to Pigeon Hills brewer and sales guy, and there's a line that forms behind me, and I'm like, oh. Well, I guess I'm first in line now. Oh, yeah. Might as well I'm wait here. another five or ten minutes. <laughs> Didn't even realize I was no, starting to line. That was so amazing. I was a trendsetter. <laughs> and then sure enough, I got the beer and it was, I, I think I, I overhyped it in my head for sure. Was that the, your, uh, mom, your mom on, on French yeah, toast? No, thank you. It's okay. It wasn't bad, but it was not. Right. It was not be number 81st person in line. Like waiting for that. Waiting for that. Yeah, <laughs> waiting for that too. Like you could be drinking other beer. Yeah. And get in line, finish your beer, and still be like fiftieth in line. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I just can't. I can't wait in line anymore for beer. There's so many good beers at these breweries and at these tents. I don't know why people just don't try them. Right. I mean, there's. I mean, hell, there was. You've got all the mainstays, and the mainstays are going to be there. If you're going to try them, great. But when you run into things like at the Fall Beer Fest where you had one well, and they had that one beer that. They basically threw into the vat an absolute shit ton of donut holes from Sweetwater's Donuts. And I'm like, I like beer. I like Sweetwater's Donuts. We can tell. I mean, yeah, I know. You can tell right here. Uh, <laughs> I said, you know what? Let me give this shit a try. Nobody, was nobody, nobody else is here. I'm like, it was amazing. It was so damn good. I took the damn donuts and I put it in the beer so mm -hmm. that the donuts could soak up the beer. And I mean the don't, and then just the the beer soaked donuts were awesome. Yep. I mean it was perfect. It was weird, but I mean it, it was good. And I mean there's there's so many of those little breweries that 
people just kind of skip on like them, um, eternity, um, uh, ozone. I mean, there's so many that are out there that everybody just kind of walk by, and it's like you know, give them a give them a try. You, you never know. I mean, this is the perfect place because if you're not going to use the beer map and go out and go to all these different breweries, here they Time all to are. Find them. Yeah. Here they all are. Grab yourself twenty tokens and just hit these places where you normally wouldn't go because you you never know what you'll find out there. You'll you'll never know. Yeah, that's my editorial. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't I don't I have nothing else to add. Like I I found so many great beers and so many great breweries just from that. I mean, there's 312 breweries. I'm not going to be going to the brewery that's over on Beaver Island, but if they come to <laughs> right one of the festivals, then I'm like, all right, well, I will drink your beer at the festival. Yeah, it's the same with like if there's a brewery in Iron Mountain. I ain't driving out to Iron Mountain. Oh hell no. No, but, but if I, I, you come to the festival, I'm going to try your beer because there's there's no way I'm going to Iron Mountain. I don't know why people go and they drink like Oberon, like at the you're, festival. You're going to get it every. Oh my god, you'll get that every day of the damn week. Can I get a Bell's Best Brown, please? That's I a mean, good beer, though. I'll, it, I'll drink that. We'll get that. Get that. Just, <laughs> I can get that at the gas station. You can, but that's that's still good. To, like to anybody out there, you just give them that one challenge. Say, like, okay, when you go into a brew, you go into a beer fest. Get your one mainstay, whatever it is you're looking for, whether it's like Black Note, Flying Buffalo, or even Oberon, or your Dragon's Milk. You get the one, and then everything else. Try something different. There, there, there's going to be something out there that you're going to like. And if not, just pour it and get a new one. Like the, the Especially at the Brewers Guild festivals, coins cost 50 cents. Yeah. Or tokens, sorry. Tokens, tokens cost 50 cents. So even two token beers are still a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> two token beers. Come on. Uh, that What's wrong, Dan? You don't like the two token beers now? Uh, have I ever liked the two token beers ever since? Was it Arbor? Arbor, yeah, yeah it was Arbor. <laughs> Arbor. What's funny is, is that every single year there's more and more two token beers. Because every single true. year there's more and more <laughs> 15 and 18 percent beers true. i'm like i don't know why you guys are making these big beers yeah stop th- it that for i guess for the breweries that that's kind of my especially. one thing it's like for those of you who are doing beers that ha- require two tokens just stop like calm down at just, a beer festival really just i mean if if you need to go to a different extreme just pour less just give I us agree. two ounces i agree it, it, a beer should not require i mean you're talking about 90 percent of the beers that are there that are one token and suddenly yours is saying two two token which basically comes off to me as saying oh yours is way too special that you know (laughs) i i feel like i i have to pay you more for you know the the same pour i mean if 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 it's that big just give me a smaller pour for one token we're we're here to test taste the beers anyway. You're yeah, getting four I, ounces I've, from it. I wholeheartedly agree. Instead of doing two tokens, do half pour. As much as then I'll pay you two tokens for a full pour. But yeah. if you want to give me a half pour for one token, that's perfectly fine by me. Yeah. Give what about me- you, Dan? You're the one that the yeah the, the adamant anti two token. You don't need those beers there. How many of those are you going to drink? 
How many? Obviously, all drink? of them. Oh, okay, yeah. All right. We sorry. With, what did What did you start with at the summer festival? And snack. then what did you go to? And what, then did what did I did finish to? with, Rob? Um, a founder's DKML. DKML, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were drinking all heavy beers all, that day. Yeah, I didn't even stop. Yeah, I think we screw we, your watermelon, <laughs> cucumber, goes. Yeah, yeah, no. We, we, we basically give us fifty percent, fifteen percent, fifty percent beers. Yeah, hey, I, I, was, I was trying to give you beers on bookends. I think we started with fourteen point two and we ended with fourteen point two. We did. <laughs> we did. <laughs> I mean, that's that's some strong stuff. I mean, and that's probably another thing too is that there's so many beers that are out there that. You know, we're we're sitting there now. Granted, I love flying buffalo hazelnut. I absolutely love drafting table rye whiskey, mean vanilla bean. That was definitely by far uh, one of my favorites, if if not like in my top five of this year. But that shit will put you into the ground if you're trying to sit there at a beer fest and you get this four ounce pour of fifteen point seven percent, and then moving on to another beer. So I mean, even those those ones that are over ten percent, probably those should kind of be at half pours. I mean, I'll I'll pay a token. Obviously, you know, for the mean vanilla bean, you pay a token, you get four ounces. I'll drop a token for two ounces. That's fine if that gives me the ability to try try more beers throughout the beer fest. Because that shit. I mean, I'm glad we actually stopped at a restaurant afterwards oh, because yeah. I knew I was not driving at that point. <laughs> Didn't yeah. you go back? Yeah, you went back in, didn't you? I did go back in. Yes, I did. You know, <laughs> never leave a man behind. Something like that. <laughs> or beer, I guess. Well, we left We left you behind. Yeah, I you left home. me behind. I, I just went back. I was beer. exhausted. That sun beat the shit out of me <laughs> oh, that day. Oh, it did. It did. There there was no coming back. Like, that's the one thing. Like, the fall, especially the Saturday night, because it's dark. The lights are out. It's nice. It's usually a little chilly. Yeah. But it's not, like, crazy cold like the, the winter fest. I like that Summerfest just knocked the crap out of me. Like, I don't know how people do it. Oof. Like, I'm seeing people drinking and probably like not getting hung over and everything's fine. And I'm like, I, I don't I don't even remember having recovery like that when I was 20. <laughs> hey, that that uh, camelback that I had, that sucker was the MVP, without a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting there walking around with one and a half liters of water on my back. I was fine. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it. I think we're going to cut it a little short today. I think we had a good show. Is Nick yeah. still here? Nick yeah, is still, still here. here. Oh. <laughs> he's uh, he's busy playing um, uh, Pokemon Go or oh, something. Oh, Pokemon Go? <laughs> Please. I've not touched Pokemon Go. No, he's doing League of Legends right now. League of Legends. Yeah, I got in, fuck that you got in League? Too. He's probably streaming Smite or something like that right now. Hey, I'm down for some Smite. I know you are. <laughs> yeah. that's why no, I'm looking that. at that menu from Little Night's Hat. Oh, the food menu? Yeah. Yeah, write a bad review because that's just like. Dude, the jalapeno popper egg rolls. How can you go wrong with that? Jalapeno popper egg rolls. Yeah. Good. No, that's not normal. How is that not normal? I didn't say. No, no, no. All right. I guess we're going to start another conversation about breweries and eclectic food because breweries and eclectic food. What else do they have on there? Let's go over their menu for a second. I I didn't say it was. You picked out jalapeno popper egg rolls. They have uh, dill pickle cheese curds. Dill what? what? Dill pickle? <laughs> no, I I heard it. I'm just like what? okay, all right. Uh, spam musubi. What? All right, get, all right. We need to get yeah, get, get him on the phone. <laughs> Can you call Dan, Dan on the Skype right call now? Call Dan. What's up? Seriously. Uh, Mussels and frites. I mean, if it's selling, I, I'm they do. They got a steak pie. Steak pie. What is steak pie? And, and all fair, if you go to Third Street Saloon down in Midtown, they have a little uh, vendor in the bar that sells like hot pie, like like meat pies. Like hot pockets? No, they're like full blown. <laughs> 
pies with like steak or chicken, you know. It's like a pot pie, basically. <laughs> like a hot pocket. <laughs> like some food truck just gonna pull up. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna pull out the lean pockets for people. It's got this menu on the side where it's just hot like on the outside different. and like freaking giant frozen core in the center, yeah. like every hot pocket ever made. They got a, a sandwich called a cubano. Well, that's that's that's, that's standard. Just, yeah, that's, that's, that's a, that's uh, a pig in a blanket. Vegan Joe. Lam- they have a it's like a sloppy Joe, but it's all it's meat. Can I just meat get meat a list. sloppy yeah. it's, Joe. It's it's now, lentils. Now the the lamb burger I've had because they they were actually participating in the battle of the burgers at Eastern Market, okay. and and that's I actually ran into Dan there, and um, that that actually was pretty decent. But okay. so so let's ask the typical question: Are they really using lamb? Or are they using lamb like a regular this Middle is Eastern? Like, this is like imi- this here. ain't like imitation crab or anything. It actually well, no, is most lamb. most of the Middle Eastern places use lamb but it's actually beef so i that's what i wonder that sound very halal at all yeah that's not halal <laughs> beef's halal i don't well you go to the middle eastern place it's halal yeah yeah no it's don't don't look at me yeah i'm right. not i'm not familiar with <laughs> dietary conditions they have chicken shawarma wings okay i guess i can there you go dan you got some chicken, chicken shawarma wings shawarma? what is it <laughs> There you get your chicken wings. Well, well, yeah. well I'll, I'll ask them to change the name to Dan's Chicken Shawarma Wings. <laughs> baby back ribs. What's wrong with baby back ribs? This is not a typical, oh, I'm going to the brewery. Let me get something to eat. No, I got to get a fucking shawarma chicken wings. You might be surprised. No. I mean, How much is, was about 15 bucks? Let me get, get them no, chicken it's shawarma. No, it's less than that. <laughs> is it? It's 10 bucks. Oh. I mean, this, it's the same thing with, with, with food as it, as it is with beer. You, you never know if you try it until you try it. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, we talked about falling down. I know we're talking about falling down. No, no. We, 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 we talked about their food, though. There's been a couple people on this show that said their food, their food is really good. food's all right. I haven't been there Are in a long time. Are they still open? Uh, I think they're reopened, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen somebody with wow. so much disappointment. Wow. He's like, that's just like, <laughs> tell us how you really feel, Dan. Right? <laughs> that just ruined my day, guys. Good Lord. Go back to Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll fly there right now. Bye. That's going to do it for us here. Better on draft. Uh, don't forget, uh, you, you know you know what we didn't talk about? Zatuna All this liquor? beer that we have on the table? We can get a tuna liquor <laughs> over at Rochester Hills. <laughs> Go say hi to Jack and Gus. Uh, definitely get some beer, wine, liquor, snacks, cigars. They got everything there. They have there. taps there. Uh, they do have taps. You can get growlers to go there. Definitely check them out. I was actually there yesterday and uh, bought some. Uh, that's where I got the Moscow Miel, the cans of Moscow Miel. In your so, tin cup. In my tin cup. cup. Yep. And when you're done, head on up to With Brown the, Iron Brew House. Right, yeah, well, we mentioned Brown did we? Iron. Yeah. Oh, I missed yeah, the time with that. Yeah, I was going to say the tin cup with the seven iron. <laughs> <laughs> Give me another one. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's a good Kevin one. Kevin with, with a tin cup reference, we're going to end this show. Betterondraft.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Check us out on iTunes. Leave us a review. Five stars if you feel like it. If you don't, we understand. But we appreciate five-star reviews on iTunes. And no matter what you think of your beer, we think it's better on draft. Have a good night. Happy New Year. Peace.